1: Welcome to episode 103 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Thank you so much for making this podcast part of your day. And coming up on today's show, we'll be taking another look into the world of performing acts with Kenneth Pario, a.k.a. Breakin' B-Boy McCoy, the best bat boy in minor league baseball. And Kenneth was out at the Blue Wahoo Stadium doing his act this past Sunday, and I thought it would be a great idea to sit down with him and talk with him about how his time has been here in Pensacola, because he's been out here, I believe, all five seasons uh, since 2012. So I wanted to talk with him about his experience here, how he became a performing act, how he came up with his character, um, some of his dancing background, because his act is, he's a breakdancing bat boy, and he's very good at it. So I wanted to find out a little bit about his dancing background Um, And I learned so many cool things about him, too. Like, he also has a stand-up comedy routine. He's a very talented piano player. We talk about uh, video games. He's a big gamer. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a huge influence on him, and he actually does uh, some Michael Jackson stuff in his Bat Boy act and his stand-up act. So it was a very fun time uh, getting to meet Kenneth. I highly suggest anyone to follow him on social media and find out when he's going to be, maybe at a baseball game in your neighborhood, you should definitely check it out. But before we get to my interview with Kenneth, let me tell you about my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are an indie rock band based out of Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast because they supply the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of each episode. And the song you heard is called Twin Peaks. It's from their album Murder Mystery Night which is available now on iTunes and Spotify along with their album 95 Flannel and their EP Atomics. So just search iTunes and Spotify for the Unicorn Wranglers to find other great original music by an awesome local rock band. You can also follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to check out their website, theunicornwranglers.com. And without further ado, here is my interview with B-Boy McCoy. Sitting here at Blue Wahoo Stadium with my very special guest. His name is Kenneth Pario, but you know him better as the best bat boy in baseball. B-Boy McCoy. How are you doing, sir?
0: I'm doing great. I'm hungry, actually. Let me not lie to you. I'm I'm hungry. (laughs) But I'm good. I'm good.
1: Good, good. Yeah, we're sitting here uh, at Blue Wahoo Stadium. We just wrapped up the game. Uh, You've been to Pensacola now for the last uh, couple of years. How has your time been uh, coming here to perform for the Blue Wahoos?
0: My time has been amazing. I, I remember the first time I came to this stadium, and I just marvel at how beautiful it is. Cause the, just the backdrop, I almost have more fun just looking at the water <laughs> do the game. No, but I mean, there's always a great crowd here. Um, the weather has been nice the past couple times I've been here. Um, this is a beautiful atmosphere.
1: There's something about the stadium, like it just—it always stays beautiful.
0: Oh I'm yeah, yeah, hands, know. yeah, hands down, hands down, dude. I love coming here and i'm not just saying that because i'm here (laughs) my agent my agent tells me anytime somebody asks you what's your favorite stadium tell them that stadium (laughs) no but this is this is literally one of my one of the nicest because i mean just the whole area is beautiful and i love doing the game here looking at the water then going you know just like a couple miles down to the the restaurants over there Mm -hmm. man yeah this is
1: what's crazy i'm I'm sure you've heard stories but before the stadium was built this area around here there was nothing there were no there were no restaurants uh no hotels, nothing really. And then once the stadium was built, that kind of revitalized the downtown area. And now mm. we have like, you know, a burger place, uh, soon to be a, a Mexican restaurant. Um, so many cool places to go now. Food trucks. Food <laughs> yeah. trucks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for food trucks. Yeah,
0: same here. Same so,
1: here. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, like, where, where are you from originally? Where did you grow up?
0: I was born in Bradenton, Florida actually born in Bradenton, Florida raised in Savannah Georgia then I moved to right outside of Atlanta
1: Atlanta's a very nice place it's one of my favorite places to go to yeah I um I've vacationed there several times my me and my family used to go there uh, every summer when I was a kid to watch Braves games okay and, and then the uh,
0: <laughs> man it's man, it's hot it, it gets too hot in the summer
1: oh yeah they call it hot Atlanta for a reason
0: <laughs> right yeah he's a see and the thing about that is Man, I, people from like Atlanta cringe every time we hear "hot Atlanta." I <laughs> mean, the people—the only people that say "hot Atlanta" are people that aren't in Atlanta. like yeah. like, like still now. But I get it though. I get it. it <laughs> it's still hot there, and it is Atlanta, so we'll let you—we'll let y'all slide.
1: <laughs> so, what was it that made you want to say get into performing acts? Like, was it were you at a game and you just saw one and you're like, "Oh, that would be kind of cool to do"? Or like, how, how did you get into the
0: career that you're in now? Well, I do do a bunch of very different things. So pertaining to baseball, um, I was on America's Got Talent Season 3, and uh, that was the same season that the Superstars were on. That's another big uh, baseball act. And um, we weren't the same act, but we we both – made it to Vegas, and then uh, they saw me dancing in one of the rooms, because they have you sitting around for like six, seven hours. So anyways, they saw me dancing in one of the rooms. They thought, hey, maybe we can use this guy for baseball. So we met up for breakfast the next morning, and they said they, they – I don't know how they came up with this whole act like overnight, but they said maybe he could be like a bad boy, dancing bad boy. So they came up with the dancing bad boy act part, and I just came up with the, the dances and the, the music and stuff, and we all we came together and made something beautiful.
1: So, did you have a big dance background before you came up with your character?
0: Yes, yes, I did. So, I I was dancing way before I got into the baseball market. But I'd never been to a. I've only been to one baseball game before I got into the baseball market. It was was a a Braves game.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Uh, What was it that made you want to get into dancing?
0: I went to a step show. Um, It was a church I used to go to. Um, They had a step team and. A couple of the guys on the actual step team could dance pretty well, and uh, one of the guys did like this dance routine. I was 13 watching. I was like, oh man, that's crazy. So I just went home and went on YouTube, Uh, just watched videos and stuff. I met the guy, tried to get him to teach me, and he wouldn't. So I had to, you know, just go to YouTube. When I started getting better, uh, we got cool, cool, and then we formed a crew.
1: Uh, I noticing some of your dances like you've got you know you do the Michael Jackson thing or even pull out the glove which is awesome oh, to do. Yeah, like people <laughs> people love Michael Jackson <laughs> they do like w- was he someone that you like idolized growing up
0: yes yes this just, just because Michael he, he was a uh an all-around all-around one of the greatest he may not have <laughs> Been the best singer. He may not have been the best dancer, the best, you know, producer, whatever. But all together, that dude is blowing out anybody, <laughs> anybody. So I mean, I do a lot of I do a lot of different things as well. I mean, I play piano, do stand up comedy, blah blah blah. So I, I idolize anybody who reaches to the top, you know, doing multiple multiple things. And Mike, I mean, he he just inspired millions, maybe. So it's not really something new to say Michael Jackson is one of my favorite intents of all time, but he really and truly is. Well, he was one of those guys
1: that he's on that level with like an Elvis Presley or the Beatles where he just transcends his profession. He becomes bigger than that whole profession. Like if you, if you mention music, he's one of the first people that comes to mind. Like people will think of Elvis from, you know, the fifties to the seventies, and Michael Jackson is is right up there. Like the guy was a mm-hmm. true pioneer and he said so many good songs. <laughs> it is yeah. ridiculous.
0: It, it is. It really is. And that man has a store had a story. Yes. Absolutely. Goodness. But
1: favorite Michael Jackson song of all time.
0: I would say uh, dang I, I just it is in my head. Um why did the name just literally leave my head as soon as you asked? It's um, human nature.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Human nature is a good one.
0: Human nature is is probably my favorite.
1: That's definitely up there. There's so many good ones like Smooth Criminal is yeah, probably my but,
0: favorite. I mean, the only reason why I don't say like Thriller or or like Smooth or something like that, I just feel like that's not really it's not really fair. Like that's not like a a true fan answer. I don't think. Just because that's everybody's favorite favorite song. I mean, you don't even have to listen to Michael Jackson, and then you just ask some random person, "Oh, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song?" Oh, Thriller, or oh, Beat It, or Bad, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they may be able to give like a small answer, but I don't know. I, I just, I just really connected with human nature.
1: Human nature is a good one. Man. I mean, there, there are so many good songs that he has, though. Yeah. I mean, we could sit, We could probably do a whole separate episode, of course, talking about nothing but Michael Jackson. Yeah,
0: butterflies, <laughs> man. Uh, even some I mean, yeah yeah we, yeah let's well, this is not a michael jackson story. this is a b-boy <laughs> mccoy interview talking that's, about me <laughs> that's true we'll, we'll we'll
1: get back to, to talking with you yeah. when you first got into your career as a dancing bat boy like where were some of the first places you performed at like do you go strictly to like the southeast area or do you go all over the country
0: i go all over the country but mainly on the east coast mainly on the east coast but Goodness, when I was starting off, golly, I did uh, the the Louisville uh, Louisville Bats. Mm-hmm. Um, or triple clickers uh, Clickers Or Clippers. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Oh, my God. They were killing me. That's one, of my, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my biggest clients, one of my favorite teams. The Columbus Clippers. Uh, who else when I started off? I did a an all-star game. I can't remember exactly where it was. Um, but that's how I got introduced. I did an all-star game with the Superstars. It might have been up in, not uh, Bjorn this song so long. It was like seven years ago.
1: There's so many places they all just kind of
0: yeah. together sometimes. Yeah.
1: When you get to a stadium, like what's what's the prep work that you go into to prepare to say like perform at a baseball game? Do you like do you have your set routine of things you do? Do you you know try out different things? Like you decide okay, this is where I'm going to unveil like a new dance. Like what what exactly is the prep work that you go through to prepare for a performance
0: let's see baseball wise I mean I have my my scripts like my scripts stay the same they, they've stayed the same but the the pieces like the songs and uh some of the pieces they, they change so I mean I have complete creative control I mean new songs come out like even today I, I that's the first time I did a dance like Kind of like the running man challenge mm-hmm. dance with a my boo song yeah and that was the first time i did that just because that song was hot right now you know so i was like why not and that dance and it was it, was, it went viral so I, I like to do that i like to to keep everything you know up to date with like new dances you know like with the whip nae nae all that i did all that last year and then mm-hmm. this year was the running man so
1: so you stay like up to date with trends and whatnot no, that, that's yes. good yes
0: yes i got to you, you know i mean because i mean there's so many kids Mm-hmm. here you know at at the games and and really that's that's not the only people you know that this entertainment is for but that's a really really big part a huge 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 part so i, I like to appeal to the to the kids and we were
1: even talking about that before we started recording like the segment you did with the kids dancing mm-hmm. people blew up at that anytime you put a kid on like a dugout or on the field and they do something like a crazy dance mm-hmm. people just go crazy for it it's 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 crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember one time, uh, I always get like a, a promo team member to find a kid with me. And uh, one time this, this lady found this kid had to be maybe three, maybe three. So he comes out. He's all pumped up before the game, you know. Then we get out on the field, and this dude freezes. So I'm like, yo, okay, move, do his dance, do a dance. And he like move his arm a little bit. whole crowd goes crazy just because he's small and cute. He moves the little arm a little bit and shakes and wiggles a little more. They go crazy even more. It's like man, I'm out here sweating, doing doing backflips, <laughs> moon walking. <laughs> All you gotta do is wiggle. All you have they to do it, is man.
1: move your pinky finger yeah. and people just go nuts over oh, it.
0: <laughs> oh, he's so talented. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you mentioning your you said you keep mentioning your your baseball act. Do you have other acts that you do?
0: Yes. Um so during baseball season, of course, I dance at baseball games and stuff. And then the rest of the year, I do a college tour. Uh, I'll, I'll, long story short, I do stand-up comedy. Uh, I'm a pianist. I was a pianist first before before anything, and it, it consists of dance, comedy, and uh, piano. Okay, it was an hour stage show.
1: Which one did you learn first, piano or comedy? Piano. Piano.
0: Yeah, my parents had me taking classical lessons for, at the late age of eight. So I took that for nine years, and then I played for three churches and started producing music, blah, blah, blah. Then turned 13, I made the decision to dance. And then uh, when I got into the college market, I had to do hour shows. So my uh, my agent is a different agent. He told me to uh, start writing, and that's how I got into doing stand-up comedy. Luckily, I was um, kind of like a naturally- funny person so it wasn't like a huge huge learning curve but right
1: yeah did you watch any stand-up comedy growing up like were you a fan of oh that kind yeah of stuff?
0: I, I was definitely a fan i mean i grew up watching eddie murphy richard pryor cat williams kevin hart uh dave chappelle chris rock
1: <laughs> his show was so ahead of its time who dave chappelle show oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man. That dude is a comedy legend. He's, yes, he's he is. A, he's a staple.
1: <laughs> His show was only two seasons long, but it's still talked about to this
0: day. Yeah, me and my friends reference, man, Dave Chappelle all the time. All and then the
1: time. Eddie Murphy Raw is like, if I were to make a top five like comedy special list, that would be in that top five easy. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy was brilliant, and well, all of those comedians you named were brilliant. But, yeah, but Eddie Murphy was talented. Yes, he was talented. He had just the whole package. He was funny. He was funny to watch, funny to listen to. Like, you could watch his show, and his mannerisms would make you laugh, but the words yeah, would make you physical, laugh, too.
0: Yeah. Physical comedian. Uh, for, so his physical comedy is amazing. His uh, his observational comedy is amazing, and his, his stuff about his life. So, really, he, he's, like, killing all three fields of, of, of comedy. On top of that, he's a great actor. Um, he could sing. He mm-hmm. a <laughs> musician, you know. Very little he can't do. Right.
1: (laughs) So do you do um, stand-up and piano? You said you primarily do that during the off-season for baseball?
0: Yeah. And um, while, like, say during the baseball season, while I'm at home, I'll do, like, comedy clubs, just to, like, while I'm at home in Atlanta, just to hash out new material for the next season, (laughs) quote-unquote. Um yeah, just on my off time.
1: Do you have any uh, comedy clips on YouTube or online that anyone can watch?
0: Yes, I do. Um, here's a really good one. So I'm most known for in the college market, this thing This thing that I do is called a conversation, where I tell a story using dance, music, and comedy. And uh, I have a Michael Jackson piece that uh, went semi-viral. It was on World Star Hip Hop. It has a decent view count on YouTube, but a really big. Count on World Star Hip Hop, but if you just type in my name, Kenneth Pario, P A R Y O Michael Jackson uh tribute, that'll come up and that's like the perfect way to kinda see how my stage show is. Yeah. So Kenneth Pario, Michael Jackson tribute. And
1: and I'll put a link to that in the episode description so that yeah. anyone who's listening can just see it and they'll click right on it. They'll hear you and they're like, "Oh, there's that link." Name and B Boy McCoy. Yep, and they can watch it after they finish listening to this.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Now, do you have any um, like upcoming appearances or um, anything you'd like to plug?
0: Let's see. On Thursday, I will be. I'm not sure how uh, where your listeners are, but
1: oh, this <laughs> will be out this upcoming Thursday.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, it'll be kind of late, but Thursday I'm doing a Greensboro Grasshoppers in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Have you ever been there before? Yeah. Yeah, this is my, man, my fifth time, I believe, coming back.
1: Yeah, we went there on a a road trip uh, last year. We went to, uh, myself uh, and two of my coworkers went to Greensboro and Winston-Salem, just like to see other ballparks and how they do their uh, production and promotions type stuff. It's a nice place.
0: Yeah, it is. It, It is. Let's see, where else? Uh, May 28th will be Chattanooga Lookouts, big client of mine. Um, I mean, just go on bboymccoy.com, and and all my tour schedule and dates are up there.
1: Sweet. Is there any piece of advice you could give to anyone who wants to become a performing act, a stand-up comic, a piano player, anything like that? Or I guess in the entertainment industry in general, what is one piece of advice you could give to someone who wants to do that?
0: One piece of advice, I would say do not get lazy when you're in an entertainer and that's your main that's your main thing. Like that's your main source of income. Like you literally cannot get lazy because you you will hold yourself back. You know, you you have to be on it every day, just like people work nine to fives. You got to be working on yours nine to nine. You know, at any point in time, it, you have some like there's literally always something you can be doing. You can always learn. That's another thing. Learn, 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 like get beside yourself. Some people some people will think they know everything. And man, you really have to sit back and, and realize that you cannot do you can't do this by yourself. And you have to you have to listen to people that impart knowledge, like take constructive uh, criticism, take deconstructive criticism as well because it's all criticism. I mean, watch your crowd whenever you whenever you perform. You know, being a comedian, uh, you got to read the room. Being a uh, a musician, you 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 read the room. You know, you feed off energy, and you have to you also have to. Realize that you're not going to be in in positions where you will have that energy to feed off of. You can be in front of you'll be in front of a dead crowd, you know. And uh, I remember I almost got booed off a stage once and it broke me down for like the next maybe four or five days. But that grew me so much as an entertainment entertainer and as a person, you know, not everybody is going to. Be your friend or going to like your material, you know, you got to say, you know, what this is me. I'm going to be. As much uh, of me as I can for these people, and if they don't like me, then they're not for me. And but, even with that being said, still listen, still listen, watch, and learn. I, I could I could go on forever, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's my advice. That would be my advice.
1: No, I mean, that's, that's very good advice. And it's like you can't have success in like the entertainment industry or even like on our side if you're afraid to fail yeah. and if you don't stop learning because. Honestly, sometimes half the fun is learning through failure. That's mm-hmm. the only way you're going to learn.
0: Yep. I play a game. Uh, I'm, I'm a big gamer as well. I play a game called the the Division. It's a newer time Clancy. I haven't game.
1: had a chance. I, I'm. I love games too. I haven't had a chance to play it, but I've heard it's unbelievable.
0: Oh yeah, and some of those missions are so hard. And it's funny because that game is geared to make you, or you're supposed to work with other people. Mm-hmm. But me, sometimes I'm anti-social. I don't want to talk to nobody. I I did a mission. I had to. I died maybe 27 times. No exaggeration before I won. But I said, oh, you I know what, it. I put my mind to it. I'm gonna do it because that's my character that's my character i i I had to practice every day for piano to get good i had to practice with dance comedy so i'm gonna keep doing this i'm gonna keep failing until i until i until i make it and people look at me like you're crazy just join another group no i'm gonna do this i put my mind to it i'm gonna do it
1: what are some other games you like is that now you've gotten me curious about the whole gamer thing oh man grand
0: theft auto uh yeah gta 5 big on that um the Last of Us, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite games.
1: Beautiful, Senior. beautiful oh game. Goodness. Like One of the yeah. best visual games I've
0: ever seen. Mm-hmm. And actually, I just got Dark Souls 3. I've never played any of the Dark Souls game, but all my friends tell me that's one of the hardest. And I looked up the it online, it said one of the hardest games mm-hmm. uh, ever made. So me being me, <laughs> I'm going to try it out. I'm, I'm probably going to... Hate myself for a very long time, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I will succeed one day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Last question one funny story or incident that's happened at a baseball game?
0: I was at Fort Wayne Tink. I was at the Fort Wayne Tink Caps game, it's another big client of mine. This was three years ago. To me, And my contact signing autographs after the game, sitting at the table. There's a line of maybe 40, 50 people, right? Mostly kids. So this drunk lady and her (laughs) drunk boyfriend, husband, whatever he was, come up to the table. Skip everybody in line, right? Just forget everybody in line. They, They walk up. Mind you, she has a skirt on. She looks at me and says, Hey, would you mind signing my ass? And then pulls up her skirt. In front of all of these children. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, I immediately look at my contact. I'm like, yo, (laughs) what should I do? He goes, just hurry up and sign it. (laughs) So, I I sign it. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) when I tell you, that threw me completely off guard. Oh, I can imagine. And I've just been signing asses ever since. I don't know what it is. (laughs) No, that's a joke, but. Yeah, that that's definitely a situation that stands out to me. Another one, uh if we got the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, J- uh Jacksonville Suns game about 4 years ago. Um I did a Michael Jack they brought me out on Michael Jackson's uh anniversary of, of his death. Mm-hmm. So I did um I did the whole Shebang, you know, I I had a I grew up through the innings, so I started off as young Michael with the Jackson 5 Michael with the big afro and then at the end I ended with um with thrill, I had a thrilly jacket on and a, like a wig and everything. So first skit, it was maybe about seven thousand people at the game, and I'm doing my Michael ja- my uh, Jackson Five skit with the with the Afro wig. Right, I go left, and my Afro goes right <laughs> in front of seven thousand people, and everybody dies laughing. So luckily <laughs> it worked out, but that was that was a little embarrassing because <laughs> that was not supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, things like that happen, though. Yeah, it's yeah. business.
1: All right. Uh, last thing, uh, do you have any uh, social media
0: or websites that you'd like to plug? Yes. So on Twitter, you can follow me at bboymccoy. Uh, my personal account for my other acts is at kpario. It's at k p a r y o. That's my Instagram as well at k p a r y o. And um, yeah,
1: from there you can get me.
0: You can get me on everything. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you very much for taking the time to do the interview. It was fantastic. And thank you again for coming out to the Wahoos game. The fans always love it when you come out here.
0: I do. Thank you, man. I feel like I'm on vacation. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Thank you.
1: My thanks again to Kenneth Pario for that wonderful conversation. Be sure to follow him on social media to find out when he will be performing in your neighborhood. Next week, we'll be taking a look into a world that I have loved since I was 12 years old, and that would be the world of professional wrestling. I got to sit down with two friends of mine, Nick Caputo and Adam Gumbert, to discuss wrestling. We literally have a roundtable discussion about nothing but wrestling, why we got into wrestling, who are some of our favorites, uh, favorite storylines, how the current product could be better. So many cool things, and we even do a little bit of fantasy booking, too. So you'll definitely want to check out next week's episode. But until then, you can check out past episodes of the show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Derek underscore Diamond. And you can follow the show at DDE underscore podcast. And that's all I've got, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Cave Network Production.